Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame, looking through the looking glass, and Carta. It's a long middle name, my friend. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you see when you look through this looking glass? I see a knockoff movie... Made by Asylum of Suicide Squad 2016, mm-hmm. which itself was a bad movie. Yes. And then this is even worse than the bad movie that it's pretending to be. That's a very deep thing to find in the mirror. Yeah. Usually when I look in the looking glass, I'm looking at myself and I like realize, oh, wait, I got a zit there. Um, but no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so... The, um, <clears throat> yeah, today we are covering the, s- the movie called Sinister Squad, as, <laughs> as Sesame has stated, was uh, released by the Asylum, you know, our friends who brought us Transmorphers and the Day the Earth Stopped, <laughs> and um, Sharknado. But anyway, so... <laughs> and also... Uh, a movie we yeah. we reviewed about um, the Fast and the Fierce, I think is what it was yeah, called. Yeah, Fast and the Fierce, which mm. has a sequel out, I guess, too. But it, oh, that, wow, that okay. one's actually more about cars. <laughs> so, um, unlike the one we watched, was mostly about a plane. And um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you know that we also covered a Thor ripoff too that they did. So yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. Um, Almighty Thor. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, today we're covering The Sinister Squad, Uh which was written and directed by Jeremy M. Inman. Um, Uh He's also brought us, um, let's see here, let's see what his uh, directing credits are. As a director, he's directed 
<coughs> Avengers Grimm, which is technically a prequel to this movie, came out a year, be- year before. But they have a different person playing Rumpelstiltskin in that one, as they do in the sequel, Avengers Grimm 2 or whatever. So um, it's like three movies with Rumpel, and he's played by different people in each one. He's got a... He also he also directed this movie, and then he directed a movie called Band in Boise. As far as writing, okay. his writing credits go, he uh, wrote The Avengers Grimm, some movie called Martian Land, Sinister Squad, Avengers Grimm Time Wars, ah. um, Band in Boise, which I guess was a TV series. I don't know what that's about, but I'm curious now. Um... Battle Star Wars. Battle Star Wars. A. I'm going to say that again. It's Battle Star Wars. Yeah, Battle Star Wars. Okay, gotcha. I do believe we have to cover that in the future. Um, Monster Hunters, Dirty Little Deeds, Revenge, Best Served, Chilled. Yeah, so, you know, some, some great products there. I mean, you know, productions there. Yeah, um, so he both wrote and directed this, as well as the pre- okay. as well as the prequel, and he wrote the sequel. So yeah, and then we've got characters in this played by people you've never heard of, so it doesn't matter. No offense to any of you people that were in it, but whatever. <laughs> but the main one is Johnny Ray Diaz playing Rumpelstiltskin, and then there's Christina... Licardi playing Alice. So, initial thoughts here on this thing. Oh man, uh, it felt like um, like a Street Fighter, uh, Legend of Chun Li. Yeah, where it just felt like it was like five hours long, <clears throat> mm-hmm. even though it was only an hour and twenty seven minutes, including credits. Yeah, and it just felt like, oh god! I I mean, I did not like it. I just thought it was wasn't even bad enough to make fun of. It was just it was just like slow, slow paced, and the pacing was all over the place. It was slow, yeah. and then all of a sudden the pacing picked up like way too fast, and then and then there was a climax, and then there was credits. You know, so yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I I couldn't even get into like making fun of it. It was just no. Really... It's it's so yeah. Like <clears throat> ironically, the uh, the cover art for the DVD, the the subtitle or tagline to the to the movie is super bad, but in a good way. <laughs> I know they're talking about the characters in the movie or something, but yeah. But if you apply that to the movie, it is super bad, but not in a good way. No, in a bad way. Yeah, it's it's super bad in a bad way. It's definitely. And oh, God. yeah, I mean, first off, okay, the, the concept here, it's basically a. I mean, okay, the plot is all over the place. So, yeah, <laughs> but it's, the, it's not the one plot. It's like three like at the same time yeah and it's like um so so basically what uh, what they're seeing here on um the asylum films wiki page for their uh, 
<laughs> for their uh, summary of the thing is, is when a violent supernatural cult known as Death's Messengers reigns terror on Earth, a team of malevolent storybook villains is coerced into fighting in the modern world. But these baddies must learn to keep their true wickedness at bay if they want any chance of freedom. That is not the movie I watched. No, it's not. No. It's not even close to being that. Yeah. Basically, I don't know if I would have seen Avengers Grimm if this would make any more sense. <clears throat> I doubt it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's... Ah, man, like... So, I guess I can gather what the main plot was supposed to be is that Rumpelstiltskin is, like, basically, like, a magical drug addict, and there's, like, dust from, like, some magical mirror that's still around, and he needs it, you know, whenever he needs, like, a fix or whatever, and uh, he was, like, basically doing, like, a deal with this guy named Piper, and, uh, yeah, and he who, was working... who, who is the Pied Piper? Oh, I got you. Yeah, okay. um... Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I want to point out something about him in a minute, but go oh, ahead. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that he was working for Alice and then they like transport him into like, like some weird other realm, I guess, or that's why I didn't quite understand because what at the, the underworld at the end with that? No, no. Like the, the realm that Alice lives in, like, isn't that different? No, realm it's, it's still the, it's where they were. Oh, okay. they didn't transfer so... anybody there. It's just, where they oh, were. Oh, I thought they yeah. did. All right. Well, yeah. Whatever. And then, um, and then, like, they're running away from death because he has messengers and they get this, oh, God, this dumbass witch demon woman. And it's like, she had way too much screen time, in my opinion, like, way too much. And yeah, she just looked like scary. And it was like, it was like too much gore for a movie that. It, it, it was like they just—it was like almost like they didn't have a theme to this. It was just like, let's bring someone who looks like they could be a Walking Dead character and like eat people, but then at the same time, I mean, wasn't there kind of like a witch character in the Suicide in the the original Suicide Squad movie? But I mean, what I'm saying is they—I'm sure uh, they did it a lot better. I don't remember the original yeah. Suicide Squad movie at all. I remember the the Suicide Squad, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Suicide Squad. I remember that, which was that a, just was, it was better. It was a good movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was a lot better than the first one. But uh, it, it like it's just like you know, like the whole like jerky movements, like trying to make it like a like a horror movie from that time, where for some yeah. reason for like eight years, every single horror movie director thought it'd be cool to do this like weird like jerky movement to like make it seem scary. I think it was more it was... than eight years because this was like 2016. So like I mean right. that that was first kind of I... done in like I I'd, I'd say like The Ring or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was just like it yeah. was like way overdone at that point. Where it's just like as like every movie had to have this like weird girl or female figure doing like weird contortions and shit like that, and that was like supposed to be scary, which it was, but it was just like. Her making like the stupid growling, like walking dead noises. Like, I don't really like that noise. So it's like, mm -hmm. it kind of took away from it a little bit for me just trying to watch this movie, having her be like the whole time. Just like, you know, like, I don't know. Um, she would have been good to have like five minutes tops, but she got like half the movie, it seems like. Yeah, and so. she, she's like this, this, uh, witch type character. 
<clears throat> and her name is Carabos or Carabosi Boss. What I don't know. It's okay. It's C A R A B O S S E. I'm looking up that okay. name, and um, basically, she's what um, you know, like Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent, the you know the wicked yeah queen. Basically, yeah. in the original Grimm's fairy tale, that's what she was. But that does not seem at all like that's that's the problem I have with this is like these people have names of characters from fairy tales, but they're nothing yeah. like those characters. They take they take like the best qualities of those characters and just askew them completely. It's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so she's like obsessed with death, and death like is kind of like this sarcastic dude. I guess they thought it would be kind of funny to be like, oh. Death is actually not like super scary. He's kind of like a irritated, sarcastic guy. So that somehow makes it cool. I don't know. I guess that's what they're thinking. And then, um, and like I guess in order to communicate with him, she has to keep killing his messengers. And then somehow that allows Death to like inhabit their body and like talk for a few seconds before like disintegrating. I guess into the underworld. Yeah. And so. I guess part of the plot is that Death really wants Rumpelstiltskin for something, but we don't know why, so he's running away, and then that's when Alice pretty much kidnaps him and puts him in a jail cell. And it's like one of those like Hannibal Lecter type of masks, you know, over yeah. his face. And basically says, you know, that he that he has to tell her whatever she needs to know, or he's just going to be pretty much there for like the rest of his life. And then it's, all, it's pretty, pretty much like gathering the team is a big part of like the first half of the movie so they get like this this dude who like kills women with knives but somehow like has like their essence and a knife or something uh, I don't know, like, it's, it's bluebeard which the original story yeah. the original story of bluebeard was about a man who killed all of his wives this knife okay. this knife thing is not in there at all um, okay and he marries this 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 young girl and says that she can have the reign of this uh this this um palace that they live in but she can't go into this one room in the basement um she of course goes into the room in the basement yeah. and um discovers all the dead wives oh my god this was written for kids i believe in like the 16 oh. 1600s <laughs> or something so um you know he nice. finds was out it really he, he, What's that? I guess. Yeah. I mean, like mo- most. I mean, most of these, like the fairy tales that we know, the like Disney fied versions of, are are like this too. Like you know, it's like hey. the Little Mermaid dies at the end of the Little Mermaid, and on, oh on really? Yeah. yeah no, the, there, there's a lot of you know a lot of differences and dark stories behind a lot of these uh, fairy tales that we think are all you know happy mm-hmm. endings and you know riding off into the sunset sort of thing. We've got um, like, but. <laughs> Yeah, the but Disney, uh, oh, yeah, Disney, Disney fight or Disneyfication of them all. The uh, yeah, but basically, then in that in that story, the 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 girl uh, find you know like basically the girl who married this guy basically for his money. <laughs> so, oh, the story you mean? Yeah, turns out he's a serial killer. I mean, honestly, so, honestly, this might make a good horror movie if you did it right. It, no, it actually sounds like a <laughs> like they could have just made that movie instead of this. Yeah. But, um, and, but and, like what I was gonna say though was 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 that story really meant for kids or the, for the parents? Because back then, 
and they used to marry off their daughters to yeah guy you know older men you know what i mean I, so I think it was for them like hey make sure sh- make sure this guy's not like a serial killer you know like <laughs> i think a lot of them were just like cautionary tales to scare kids or something you know mm-hmm. but um no i mean even even like the one we know about like hansel and gretel they want to cook the kids in an oven and shit you know it's like i know so, but um the uh but anyways i guess in the end of that story she ends up somehow he tries to kill her and i guess he and and uh she kills him or something and uh trying to remember all the details because i read this a long time ago and she uh and then she ends up marrying some dude she likes instead and she somehow inherited all of her husband's money then okay so yeah and i mean a serial killer she inherited all of his money yeah or yeah okay who, who, who was her oh, husband, okay. who, who was her you know her first husband or whatever yeah so yeah, I don't know that, what that is, but anyways, man. he he was, and he's named Bluebeard because he had a blue beard. Okay. Yeah. That's where they That's got this it. character. Has nothing to do with the character we see in the movie. No, because this guy, yeah, he kills all of his <laughs> wives, but then he gets <laughs> like magical powers from doing so. And yeah, and he's got uh, the, the the powers are like in the knives he has. He has like seven, yeah, like, seven it, knives like, for seven wives or something. Or I don't know. It yeah, just, it's just yeah. weird. Um. And then, like, yeah, because, like, the one of their recruiters is, is Goldilocks. Yeah. Is a recruiter. And also Piper, Pipe Piper is the other mm-hmm. uh, recruiter. And uh, he tried to kill uh, Goldilocks. And then when Goldilocks picked up the knife, she could sort of, like, feel all of this, like, energy from it or something like that. Or or all the wives that he's murdered. I don't know. It just it doesn't make any sense. But, uh um a lot of this stuff doesn't make any sense in the movie. It's like they just come up with like the idea, like, "Oh, what if they had this cool power?" and don't really explain why it's there or what use it even has. Well, and no, some of the powers are useful. Like, like uh, the Queen of Hearts has a useful power. Um, you know, Rumpelstiltskin has kind of a useful power, but a lot of them, there's just like they just thought it would be kind of cool. Like, oh, let this guy have knives and wear a trench coat or something like that. Like, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And so, so Pied Piper here, who is a good guy in this in this story, he's a complete villain. He's a he, 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 he's working. You know, Pied Piper is working for Alice, who's like the, you know, the there there are good guys basically. Yeah, and um, but you know the story of the real Pied Piper, right? Uh, no, I I don't really know that one at all. Okay, Pied Piper of Hamlin is um basically i mean i'm gonna do this in a nutshell and i'm leaving out a whole lot but there was like this town that was overrun with rats they hired this piper who had like a, a pipe that he would play and it would take the rats out of town but he also his mad his magical pipe could mesmerize children and he ended up taking all of the children out of town and killing them um and he's okay. a good guy in this and this and he doesn't play a pipe at all in it. No, he does have he, a little... He has it in his uh, hand at one point, but I'm like, what was their decision to make him one of the good guys? <laughs> I don't think there was any decision. No. I don't think they even thought it through. I didn't know it was... I thought that was like a dart gun that he shot at someone. I didn't even realize that was a pipe. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he had a pipe that he was playing. Yeah, it's just okay. like, yeah, but I just like... I mean, I might be, you know, mixing up some of his story, but basically I do know that he... He takes all of the children of Hamlin out of their town and leaves all the whole the whole the whole town childless. 
Okay. I'm pretty sure he kills the kids. For what purpose? Like, for what reason? Just because, like... I don't... Um... I don't know what the moral of the story was. Maybe, maybe it was, bit, or maybe, maybe it was like a, it, it was like a a warning to kids to you know not talk to strangers. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of these stories all like also seem like they're they're like a message to the parents though as well. Like, like for example, like with the rats. Yeah. So it's like, is that like, oh, be careful who you make a deal with or something like that, or like, yeah. Like yeah, sure they get the rats out of here, but they's also no. It probably had the double meaning, but they were written for kids. Um, so it's like yeah, yeah. I just wonder though if it was like mm-hmm. a double. I don't know, whatever. And then who cares? But yeah, uh, these stories are like five hundred years old or whatever. They're not. Yeah, like that one. European that, stories. What's that? That story. Uh, I think like traces it back to like the fourteenth century or something. Oh, okay, like, wow. Thirteen like, hundreds actually. Yeah, yeah. That was fourteenth century. So yeah. So at least them, um, maybe even earlier. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. People are really weird. Uh you want to talk about people being weird today? You go in the past, people are like way weirder than they are today about shit. Like like just like the stories. Maybe some of them are lost in translation, but like when you when you look at like, you know, some of like the old Egyptian like myths of the gods and stuff like oh, yeah. that where like this, this god was created from like, you know, drinking the urine of another god or some shit like yeah. that, or whatever. Whatever had something to do with like semen. It's like, what the fuck were you guys smoking? Like when you came up with this stuff? Like, like yeah, I mean, you, you know, I, I mean, it's 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 like the whole the whole like even like you know, you you go back to like one of the one of the first plays ever written was Oedipus Rex. And it was about a dude who uh, slept with his mom and killed his dad. <laughs> oh, um, what'd you say? What's it called? Oedipus Rex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, that's, that's, right. where, that's yeah. where the term edible complex comes from. But it's okay. like, yeah, but it's it's so it's like, you know, that, that was, yeah, one, that was that's like... considered like the earliest or uh, one of or the or if not the earliest like stage play ever written. And so oh, wow. people were watching this shit and it's like. Yet people will freak out because there's a gay character in a movie nowadays. So, anyways, yeah, exactly. so, you know, it's like, like, well, that's okay though, even though it was like yeah. it was an mm-hmm. accident. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. it was an accident. That's the whole point of it, I guess. Whatever, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. And uh, yeah, th- they, you know, this movie could have just taken like one story from like an old and just kind of worked it out instead of like I mean, eighty different characters from different like stories you know and and it's like okay like rumple stiltskin his character's nothing like the real rumple stiltskin either because rumple stiltskin was a guy that you know um there was this braggart dad who he would tell the tell the town that his daughter could could uh could weave straw into gold and uh <laughs> and she couldn't but then this magical creature named rumple stiltskin came to her she didn't know his name um, he he agreed to do that if she gave him like in in some stories, uh, like most stories, like the cleaner versions, it was like uh-huh. jewelry that she had to give. But other other ones, he basically raped a little girl. But um, <laughs> let's say you cut off for a second. He in uh, in other versions, he raped a little. He raped the little. Oh girl. my god! Yeah. So yeah, what is with the 
I, it, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, just like, but, uh, but basically, in, I mean, in, in return, yeah. he would turn the straw into gold, you know, and then the, okay. the, 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 king, the king agreed that if he'd do it, if she did it three nights in a row, that on the third night, he would marry her. So this is another, like, okay. you know, and, and, and I'm pretty sure she's like a teenage girl and the king's, uh, you know, like, yeah. an adult, but then again, who knows? I mean, unfortunately, that was pretty much what was normal oh, yeah. back then. And um, I mean, like, oh, yeah, it's just fucked up, but, um, but but yeah, yeah, damn, but, yeah but, but but basically at the you know basically she ended up uh um he was he wanted to take her firstborn child Rumpelstiltskin did for some reason oh yeah that's right <clears throat> um and uh, he uh she but only if she could guess his name but then she actually just followed him and overheard him saying his name oh right and okay. then when then when you know asked about it she said hey your name's Rumpelstiltskin and then he <clears throat> didn't take her kid away from her. Um, you know, yeah. Because whenever I'm walking around, I just say my name to myself when I'm going for a walk. I'm yeah. just like sesame, sesame, ses-, like you know, like earlier when I went, like- earlier I, I went I went for a, a long walk today, and every about you know couple minutes or so, I just see like, oh man, Mike, you're walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And someone behind you is like, "Hey, your name is Mike," and you're like, "Ah, oh, god damn it!" Like now, I now like my magic won't work or whatever. Like, yeah, now now I, now I can't have their firstborn child. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so why why would you still... want somebody's firstborn child? I don't get that. Who knows what these stories? I don't know. And then, um, uh, the only Rumpelstiltskin I'm interested in though is the is the version. From Once Upon a Time. Oh, I TV know show. because that that was a great. If if you want to see good yeah. good adaptation of fairy tales, watch that show. It's an amazing show. I love it. Also, <laughs> go back and um, listen to our interview with one of the cast members. Um, shit, I'm blanking on the dude's name now. But I'm <laughs> Lee, <laughs> Lee Ehrenberg. I knew it was Lee. I just blanked on the last name for a second but lee Ehrenberg, mm-hmm. yeah like definitely listen to the, our interview with him because I, he's he's such a zen cool guy it was awesome interview um yeah yeah so listen to that but you know and watch once upon a time um it, the thing is i think all multiple seasons of once upon a time felt like it went by faster than this fucking movie Oh yeah, <laughs> so. that's it's all about pacing and good writing, you yeah. know. And then <laughs> this had neither of those things. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, oh god, the other thing too about so the other thing yeah. that really bothered me about the movie, aside from the plot, is mm-hmm. the unnecessary amount of silly sound effects. Oh yeah, why they, 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 they think they, that they, was a cool, they were like, only on Rumple. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was only and, uh, whenever Rumple moved and stuff, you had these like over the top cartoon sound effects. It was like something out of a Looney Tunes cartoon or a Hanna Barbera or something, you know? It was like. It was like, just like. He turns his head, turns yeah. his head and you get the. You know, and stuff like that. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, so, so is that what's going on? Because I don't even know what else is going on in the movie. So, what the so, point? So, was. I mean, the, the the basic you know plot of this movie, if you want to call it that, is uh, Alice and her group of people that she calls Looking Glass. That's the name of her group. Um, you know, get these like famous villains together, 
and uh, create their own kind of like suicide squad, but it's a sinister squad, which we get the titular name at the end of the movie. But um, the uh, yeah, the um, idea was that they were going to help her take on death. Um, I mean, my thing is, too, you've got all these like fairy tale creatures and the bad guy you decide to create is death. Yeah, I know it's just so like stock, you know. I mean, um, Death's just a generic character; he's not a fairy tale character per se. So, yeah, and so so Death is like popping into these people, um, on modern Earth or whatever, and uh, yeah, and in these like henchmen type guys that are just generic, and they're all played by the same dude, um. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, they're basically trying to get Death and kill him. So, but Death makes a deal with Rumple at one point where he's going to take Rumple's body and let Rumple go, you know, be the, be the king of hell, basically, you know, the king of the underworld. And Rumple agrees to do that because he want, and then he, he kills his girlfriend who we meet at one point, who is the queen of hearts, uh. um, named Gelda. Um, I will tell you the only cool thing in the whole movie was done by her. At oh, one yeah. at one point, she has this like controlling ability because that we didn't know she had or something, and she makes one of the henchmen take his gun and shoot himself in the head by yeah by 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 making a gun mm-hmm. with her finger and putting it to her head and pretending to pull it. Yeah, she can basically control people. Yeah, yeah, and I thought know, I thought for, that scene. Also- that scene like looked cool. Unlike the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um yeah, you, you I mean you got your good guys here. Your your bad guys that you got really are uh are Gelda that we talked about, Rumple, um Carabos or whatever, the fucking creep, uh-huh. creepy ring walking dead witch. And um you've got uh- <clears throat> The big bad wolf, you know, who I guess is kind of a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he also at one point has like a, you know, is in love with Goldilocks, which I, I don't, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't get. Wouldn't he be in love with Reddy, Little Red Riding Hood because they at least be in the same fucking story? But anyway, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she's not even in the story though. So, no, um, it, Little Red Riding Hood is so. in the other two movies. Of this series. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but she's not in this one. Oh, wow. So I don't know. It's. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> who knows? Well, they said that this this guy wasn't really bad because he was like eating animals at the zoo. So he wasn't really trying to like kill people yeah. or whatever. So. So yeah, he's not really. He's, ki- he's kind of on the good guy's side, but he's also got some bad things. But, anyways, you also have, as yeah. far as like other characters, um, you've got character named Hatter, who is the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. At least we have two characters that are in the same fucking story in this movie. (laughs) Right. Because you have Alice um, and Mad Hatter is talking in some weird vaguely European British accent or something. I don't know if the actor is actually you know, British or something, but his, his accent was all over the place. They give him drugs at one point, which made no sense to me, and somehow he was able to go into 
the underworld by doing that. Uh-huh. This movie was all over the fucking place. It's just really hard to even talk about just because there's so much stuff going on yeah. and also so little going on. And, um, and, and most of the movie yeah. took place in like this one building. Yeah. Like it was where they were staying that. And then, yeah, her air, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I'm like blanking. Yeah, it's because like there's basically no the, self- the way it ends. We can ju- we can just get to the ending here. The way it ends is there's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. you know Rumpel made this deal with Death, and uh, he had these like wristbands that Alice could blow him up with, and so he switches. He, he puts Death in his body, and somehow they need to shake on it so they can change you know that death can get into his body and when they shake he had told alice to press the button and uh blow them both up and somehow that still allowed rumpel to go to the underworld but it killed death yeah it doesn't make any sense at all. no i don't know how rumpel like, would have survived wouldn't it be the opposite where death would just go back to the underworld and have to restart his whole plan and then rumpel would just be dead <laughs> That's, you know? that's what I would think, like, but I don't know. I mean, like, I, none of this movie makes any fucking sense. So, um, I mean, we're not we're not deep enough to understand the complexities of their plot. You know, they're like, wait, like, don't you can't go by your logic, bro. We're, we're like five D. We're playing like five D chess here, man. Like, I, I I heard it took them thirty years to write this script. Um, really. No, <laughs> oh. Just, no, probably probably took him thirty. Day, like, probably wow, took him been... thirty minutes to write the script. You know what? I, I'm it waiting... looks like yeah, it looks like I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for for. I'm pretty sure that the asylum is going to be our first. If 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 any studio releases a movie completely written by Chat GPT, oh god, they're going to be the first. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. Uh, they're probably already working on some stuff right now. Yeah. Oh boy, the, the what do you type in mm-hmm. there? It's like, write me a knockoff of Indiana Jones. <laughs> you know, so it's like, right. I've been, you like, I've been so obsessed lately with chat. I mean, I haven't been using it for like the last three days or so, but yeah. like, I would just like having to write the most weird like shit possible. Like, like I was like writing scenes from like Negan from like The Walking Dead, where it's like, it's like, write a scene, write a scene where Negan. Is about mm-hmm. to kill the people, but then at the last second, he decides to give them clam chowder to eat, <laughs> yeah. the Manhattan style specifically. And then it just like writes it off, and it's just like, yeah, like he's like, you know what? Like I'm actually feeling kind of generous today. Uh, you know, I, I I hate to let good food to waste, and then like he like motions to one of his lackeys, and they just like bring out like two bowls of like clam, clam chowder. chowder. He's like, this is Manhattan. Manhattan style. This is my own personal recipe. It's like, what the fuck? Is he? He's like, eat up, boy. It's like, what the hell? It's like, um, I had it, and I, I sent it to you. I had it write um, a TED Talk from Larry the Cable Guy. It's right. Yes. And it was actually good. Yes. I was surprised. I mean, no. I, I, I mean, it was completely generic, but I was like, yeah, I feel inspired after <laughs> reading this. Well, because he knew. The famous catchphrase, get it done. Yeah, because I, I told, I told you, it, know, you know, stuff like that. I, I, I had it write a TED talk about getting things done. 
So I kind of yeah, that's it. what it was. Yeah, and um, getting things done. Yeah, and so that there's that, and you know, but I mean, earlier today I had it just out of curiosity. I had it write a review of this movie we're covering now. Oh wow! And <laughs> it completely reviewed a different movie that doesn't even exist. It was going into plot points oh, that really? aren't in the movie. It was just weird. I <laughs> ended up deleting it. I can't. I don't know what it was saying, but it was just like, okay, it's not really watching this movie. Or I mean, not that it would watch, but you know what I mean. Because it's it's you know it's already um the 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 pre learned um stuff. You know, it's just regurgitating stuff that's already been out there basically in different yeah. ways. It's all it does. I mean, it's not going to create something original. Um, at least not yet. But when when it does and it becomes our overlord, we may still have to watch hmm. bad movies and review them. I don't know yet. Uh, it may make us yeah, do that. For eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be all we do all day. We won't review just yep. one a week. It'll yeah, be like, it, just... it, it'll be like four a day. We'll have to just watch four bad like, movies. They'll make us yeah, they'll make us watch on uh, like double speed, and then <laughs> like train our brains to be able to take in the information that quickly. Mm-hmm. And then we gotta go and then sit us down on a table or chair, or whatever. And it's like, okay, you must review this movie right now. And then it's like, plop, here you go. And then, yep. So, yep. so Sesame, do you have any? Um... Yep. Any other yep. like uh yep. thoughts about this 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 fairy tale of a film? God. No. <laughs> Not even close. No, no thoughts. I don't either. No. Um I, I, I know I've said this before and I'll say it again. But this is definitely the worst movie we have ever watched. <laughs> oh, it is. It was I was thinking like I'm like like we always find a way to surpass it, but no, this was just this one's going to be hard to top. So bad at <laughs> everything. It, 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 oh, it really was. Because I thought that um, what was the one that was really bad, or the the Street Fighter one? I thought yeah. was really bad, and this is oh, that's that Street Fighter. That Street Fighter movie uh, is, is, is like not, Casablanca compared to this or something, you know? Yeah, and because at least in the Street Fighter movie, there were scenes outside of one building. It wasn't just all in. You know, yeah. Oh, man, uh, but that one has also had a bigger budget too, which I was surprised of how many millions of dollars the Street Fighter budget was. That, that like, movie, really? movie, that movie that should have been better than it was. Oh yeah, it should have been. Yeah. Oh boy! Like you said, it probably most of the bud for Michael Clark Duncan's role in the film. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it was his paycheck. Playing um, Balrog or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, interesting. Yeah, I, yep. I I wonder what the uh, I don't know if they have it listed anywhere. What the budget for this movie was? Oh God, it would be interesting. It, you know, it might be a lot, but it might also be really small as well. Yeah, I'm wondering. It just really depends on like how. Like again, not not to make fun of our friends, you know, who made um, uh, the the reconciler, but like, yeah, 
that movie probably had a smaller budget and that one was more interesting yeah uh than this one was and it had less action in it and it at least had like, a plot you a could, lot of dialogue at least had a plot and, you could follow in like this yeah there was an actual story to this uh to that movie i mean and um yeah and uh Actually, that movie is not that bad, honestly. No, it's like, not. When I, when I picked that, if, if, I was thinking after learning oh, that the, think it was going to be like, yeah. After learning from those guys, like that, the one part was added on, it made more sense. It would have been better as like a short yeah. film. Um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I don't yeah, know. So um, I would actually wouldn't mind if they would make a sequel, like the Reconcile Part Two or something yeah. like that, and like uh, band upon it, you know, whatever. Um. But I don't think they're gonna do that. But uh, it would be kind of cool. Uh, well, their friends uh, Scott Galbraith and what was the other guy? Justice Sean, Sean Justice. Sean Justice. Uh, yeah. Um, if we say friends, we talked one time. Yeah, but, but no, they're, they're but... a good guy. I I, I talk to Scott from yeah. time to time on Facebook. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, yeah, That's... yeah. There, there's no no uh, actual budget listed anywhere, but I guess. The the, okay. DV, the DVD and domestic video sales is thirty thousand dollars is what Sinister Squad made. Oh my god! Wow, you would have think it would have made more. That's not good. Uh, that's not good at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't know really how bad. recent. <laughs> I don't know how recent this uh, number is though. So it might be that that's what it made in the first week, or it, I I don't know. You know, it's hard to say. So, but so I can't, did this I, come out like in 2000? It came out 2016. Or, it it or, came out. It came out. Came out 2016. It came out the same week as uh, as David Ayer's uh, um, Suicide Squad. So, yeah, yeah, that's really recent. I mean, I know they try to they try to make it so it's close to yeah. The, you know, they usually release yeah, when it the same, same week. I mean, I I used to work at Blockbuster and I hated having to. I mean, I hated, but I. I had to tell because I was worried about people like somebody comes up to the counter with the day the earth stopped. And I was like, you know, this isn't the movie with Keanu Reeves, right? They're like, wait, what? They're like, wait, what? Like, I, was like, I, was like, yeah. I was like, you're going to have to go down to the, go down to the, uh, um, to the AMC theater or whatever the hell and watch it there. You know, it's like, you can't, <laughs> that's because it's usually but the some week, people, week that they, they rent the, the knockoffs out. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, I know a lot of people rent them on purpose because I used to do that too. And I mean, when I'd get my free rental, yeah. when I got my free rentals at Blockbuster, I would always rent one of these. So just yeah, for fun. Yeah, like kind of reminds me of uh, what was it, Snakes on a Train or something like that? Or yeah, like, that's one of theirs. Uh, yeah. yeah, Snakes on a Train, Transmorphers, um, Atlantic <laughs> Rim instead of Pacific yeah. Rim, um. Atlantic Rim. That's yeah. like, that is not even effort, right there. No, they got two of those. <laughs> this is like, oh shit. Yeah, they they have, oh, they, have, they have the two. The they have stop. two. Yeah, the day they were stopped. You know, they got like they got a bunch of them. Um, the Da Vinci Treasure. Yeah. Um, instead of the Da Vinci <laughs> Code. Yeah. I actually watched the Da Vinci Treasure. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that was before they got completely horrible. That had C. Thomas Howell and Lance Hendrickson in it. Um, might run review. Not all the like yeah. the one with yeah, like, you know the one with the rock where it was <laughs> where it was like a volcano or something like that, earthquake. Yeah. Um, you know that movie? Yeah. They made one of those. Oh, San, know, and, San Andreas. But it was actually yeah. pretty. 
Yeah, there was, they made a knockoff of that one. It was actually, pre- I don't know if it was Asylum, but it was it was actually pretty good. It wasn't even yeah. that bad, actually, at all. Yeah, some knockoffs. Knockoff are good. I, I, think they, I think they come in, like, different tiers, like, where there's the ones that are made from people who actually think, they're like, okay, I'm trying to prove myself. I've got a, got an okay budget for this movie. Yeah. I'm going to use the budget to the best of its ability and maybe make a piece of art. In yeah. Way, you know? And then maybe if I make this here, you know, Warner Brothers or Disney or somebody will see my efforts here and hire me to work on their next right. movie. Um, then there's the people that, you know, think they're doing that, but it still sucks. <laughs> right. And, and, and then there's the people yeah. that and then there's the people that just accept that they're making a piece of shit movie and go all in and making a piece <laughs> of shit movie. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was like whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, anything else you want to say before we wrap things up here? No. <laughs> okay. okay, folks. Um, no. You know, before we go, I just w- want you to remember that if you ever have to write any holy writing and you want everybody to accept it and make sure that it's holy, write it on Swiss cheese. And um, yeah, I don't know what that meant, but um. <laughs> So, um, be good to each other. Check out our Patreon. Check out our T Public. Check out all two real two dot com for everything else. And um, remember that much like Gilda <laughs> loved loved her rumpy. I love you. And Sesame loves you. Sesame. And <laughs> until next time, bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 